Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, October 27th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. Grace, we are heading into the final weekend of October. That means, obviously, November is coming in less than a week. But as we talked about earlier this week, Halloween is on Tuesday. I've gotten some messages from people with their their Halloween costumes. Did you? I want to make sure. Did you get the appropriate nightgown for your Audrey costume, or what's the status there? <laughs> no, Matt, I don't have time. I'm not going. I'm not doing it. I forgot that Halloween was next week. To be frank, I am exhausted. I know that a lot of people are doing different things on the street in terms of like Broadway. Like there's there's a lot of you know there's shows going on because it's a Tuesday, but nobody can like go to a party on a Tuesday. So you might as well see a Broadway show. Um, I know that a lot of different shows are like doing like trick or treating. I know that the museum of Broadway has uh, like a trick or treat or something. I think that wicked is doing a block party. All the shows I think are up. So like, if you don't have Halloween plans and you wanted to go dress up as something, maybe this is the time to dress up like your favorite Broadway show and go do a little cosplay. Yeah. Cosplay really is just the real world extension of like, Halloween every day like you can get your own candy but you know if you want to dress up like somebody else isn't that like the song from uh from Mean Girls what's it it's called Sexy I think the the Karen song which is my I think it's my favorite song in the whole show because Kate Rockwell absolutely kills it but yeah happy Halloween everybody we will be here next week to give you all of the spooky stuff that you need if you want to hear everything that we have coming at head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio broadwayradio.com slash patreon and Grace, the first story we have today is not exactly spooky, but it is uh, fairly fraught, if you will. But we have a new show that is announced for Broadway this year. In fact, this is kind of one of the ones I teased. Actually, it is the one I teased last week coming from Chicago. And it is the first ever Broadway revival of The Who's Tommy. The show is going to open this spring on Broadway at the Nederlander Theater. It'll begin performances on March 8th with a March 28th opening. The music was originally written as like a kind of a concept album by The Who uh, with the music and lyrics by Pete Townsend. And then it was a, a movie in the late 70s, early 80s. The stage adaptation features a book by Townsend and Des McEnough, who also directed the original production and returns to direct this production as well. It had a kind of an out-of-town tryout at the Goodman Theater in Chicago earlier this year. For that production, they had a bunch of stars, which I'll get into, but they have not yet officially announced a cast for this production. So we don't know if it's going to be the same folks that did it in Chicago, Grace. I would imagine most of them schedules pending will be back, but the cast features Ali Luis Burzgui as Tommy, Adam Jacobs as Captain Walker, Allison Luff as Mrs. Walker. There was also John Ambrosino, Bobby Conti, Kristen Sajus, uh, and a host of other people. This is a show, Grace, that I think people have a lot of love for, whether they know it as a stage adaptation or not. Like, I still hear pinball wizard will come up on my spotify both from the original cast album and from the who and it's a great song i've seen the movie but i don't know that i remember a damn thing about it other than it's basically like a one big metaphor for like dealing with trauma which i guess all good art is or a lot of good art is so uh, i'm interested to finally see this on stage and I, i guess we don't have to wait too much longer to do that Yeah, what I remember about the film when I was young, because I was a huge Who fan, 
And my dad obviously knew that I love musical theater when I was young. And he was like, what if I told you that you love the who so much that they made a musical? And then I watched that film. It traumatized me and Margaret, the baked beans of it all. And I was like, I hate this. <laughs> um, fast forward, listening to like Michael Cerverus on the album. I was like, okay, cool. But I've never gotten to see it on stage. And I'm a huge Who fan. But for some reason, Tommy was not something that was a part of my identity. What I find interesting is that I don't think that the film of Tommy is as celebrated as the Who's music in general. And then I think that the Who on stage Tommy fans are a different beast. Like, I don't think that the people that love, and this is a, a huge over, like it's it's so, it's a huge, you know, gloss over of, of people. So nobody come for me. But yeah. I think that like the people that loved Tommy on Broadway and like Tommy the show I don't also think that they are who fans. I think they are Tommy fans, which is different. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a, like a Venn diagram thing. Like you can be both right. a fan of Tommy the of musical course. and the who, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that that you have to be both. But I think this is really interesting. It, it, it's coming in this season, which means that we are down one more house that was open. As I said, like I, at this point, I don't think we have any open houses. I think the ones that do not have tenants for the spring announced already have tenants for the spring. So the only way that we're going to get more shows that we do not already know either officially or in terms of rumors are if things close, which obviously mm -hmm. happens that obviously happens after the holidays every year. So we, we very well might hear of some, what is it? The end of October now? It's getting close. Like, I think if something's going to close yeah. in early January, we'll probably hear about it fairly soon just because I think they want to maximize their ability to sell tickets on like the don't miss out on seeing this on Broadway kind of thing. But I, I think this is one of the shows that we had known for a while, wanted to come in. Then we heard, then I'd, I'd heard, I don't want to speak for everybody, but like, then I'd heard like, oh, it's getting pushed back to next season. And then it was able to find a house, I think, when something else that was supposed to go into the Nederlander moved to a different theater. And now it's coming in this season, which is what it always wanted to do. But Grace, this makes the revival category even more interesting and compelling than it already was. Obviously, we have Merrily on Broadway right now. We have The Wiz coming. Um, we have Cabaret coming. We have this. Uh, we have Tommy. What else am I missing from the uh, revival category? Are there more still? Do we count Gutenberg? I don't know. Uh... I, I imagine Gutenberg will be put into the revival category. You're right, because uh, it's over 10 years old, and uh, it's not like a direct move from the original production. So I would guess that that would fit into the theatrical canon category. Oh, Spamalot, of course. Spamalot, of course. Spamalot. And then yeah. a lot of people have rumored Sunset Boulevard. I've heard personally some rumors of Sunset Boulevard trying to come not that not that it's officially coming but they want to potentially ride that wave of all of the not just positive praise but just like the buzz about the nicole scherzinger sunset boulevard like that could if if a, if a theater opens could swoop in what do you what do you think about the potential of that because we do know that theaters are tight right now yeah they're super tight um i think that it's so challenging because of course, I've heard it's stellar. Like, I've heard it's absolutely incredible. Obviously, like, take him or leave him. Love Jamie Lloyd. Like, I don't know if it makes sense, like, from a personal standpoint in the season. But 
if people are thinking it's fantastic and it's doing well, like, of course, do it. I'm just curious what that means for the rest of the landscape or if they would like to save that for the next season. I don't know. The, the one thing I will say is that this is, I don't know if it's lead produced or co-produced or whatever by the Ambassador Theater Group. They are also on two other revivals this season with Cabaret and The Wiz. So I do wonder, like you said, maybe save it for next season, not just because of like, does it fit in the season, but like specifically with ATG, do they want to be like, why take all of our shots against each other? Um, Maybe they, they spread it out. Maybe they let it run a little bit longer in London with Nicole, because I imagine Nicole would come with it. They have Rachel Tucker as her alternate. So I imagine if and when Nicole leaves, whether that's to go to Broadway or to go back to The Masked Singer, Rachel Tucker will just take over and keep running it if it keeps running. So I I do wonder if they will bring it over, try to rush it over with Nicole to ride the wave of of that, or if they wait to next season just because the same producers don't want to be competing against themselves. So we will have to wait and see about that. All right, Grace, going from Broadway out to New Jersey, right now, currently, we have The Great Gatsby happening at the Paper Mill Playhouse, but yesterday, they announced the cast for their upcoming production of Fiddler on the Roof. The show will begin performances on December 6th, and it is currently set to run through January 7th. The cast is really, really great. Playing Tevye is Jordan Gelber. Playing Goldie is Jill Abramovitz. In the cast, this is fun. In the cast, playing Zeidel is Alexandra Soka. Playing her beloved model is her real-life husband, Itai Benson. So that is very, very fun. Um, also in the cast is Austin Danielle Bomer, Maya Jacobson, David R. Gordon, Jeremy Radden, and Andrew Alstott. So very cool. Always love seeing any production of Fiddler, to be quite honest with you. It's just such a perfectly made show. As I kind of talked about with my review of the Annie National Tour yesterday, it's like, there are just some shows that even if you think they're like old and they're they're not something that's going to appeal to you, they are just so well written that they always hit no matter what. And I think Fiddler is one of those for me, too. And uh, seeing Alexander Soka and Itai Benson fall in love every night on stage, I think would be very cool, too. All right, Grace, yesterday, the Red Bull Theater and the Art Lab Productions announced the first major New York presentation of Maltby and Shire's new musical, The Country Wife. It is just going to be a one-night benefit concert on Monday, December 11th. This is a, a very cool thing to see a new musical by an iconic writing team. The cast is going to feature Nicholas Christopher, Carson Elrod, Angela Grovey, Eddie Korbeck, Crystalyn Lloyd, Ellen Marie Marsh, Jacob Ming Trent, Brad Oscar, Jelani Remy, Christina Sajus, and Lauren Warsham, and others. Set in the vibrant diversity of 1840 New Orleans, The Country Wife features a sizzling modern score and irreverently explores the question of who owns the stories we call classics. I just this is this is great. Like I I I didn't know that Malpi and Chai were writing a new musical. This is going to be presented at Symphony Space. I am currently scheduled to fly out i believe on the morning of monday december 11th maybe that will change i'm not sure but with a cast like that grace i feel like this is something that we have to pay attention to and with a writing team of maltby and shire you never know when you're going to be seeing the next great musical that's so true um i hadn't heard about this one at all so i think that's really exciting um especially with that cast (laughs) shout out to ellen marsh (laughs) yeah oh 
love Ellen. Friend, been a been a crazy week for Ellen, but uh, yeah, well, we're not going to touch that one. All right, Grace, uh, that's all the news that I have. Again, it's been a kind of a quiet week. I'm not exactly sure what that is. We've got the big stories like Tommy and um, and the cabaret stuff, but otherwise, it's been kind of quiet. But I have a couple recommendations here. As we've talked about before, the Paper Mill Playhouse production of Hercules did not go as well as Disney might have hoped. So they brought in a completely new creative team led by Casey Nicola, who is directing and choreographing a production in Hamburg, Germany. And we now have a video of the of the cast from the Hamburg production singing a song that I am not going to try to attempt the name of because it's in German, but it's officially like their version of go the distance. So you can check that out. That's very fun. And then there's also video uh, that's exclusive to Broadway world. That is uh, behind rehearsals of the upcoming New York pops season opener featuring Haley Kilgore, Derek Klena, Javier Munoz and Ali Stroker. So uh, head over to the show notes if you want to watch either of those videos. The actual concert for the New York Pops happens tonight, Friday, October 27th at Carnegie Hall. So check that out. All right, Grace, anything else? Anything you want to point people in the right direction of? No, I actually think that there's so many new shows that I hope that everyone's keeping up with all the ways that you can get tickets if you're able, the ways that you can rush. A lot of people are doing content around, you know, what the Broadway lotteries are and things like that. Um, I just recently utilized show score to see a show. And now I get emails about like member nights and things like that. So I do recommend show score. I actually really enjoyed utilizing it as a ticketing platform um, so that I can uh, get good deals on on seeing all these different shows in smaller theaters as well. So, yeah, I just I wanted to shout that out. Awesome. I've used show score to like if it's a show that had like just began performances and hadn't had reviews yet. I, I've gone and looked just to see like, okay, is this something I'm going to put on my radar or not? So I didn't even know they did tickets there. So very cool. All right, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can follow me pretty much anywhere at BWW. Matt Grace, where can people find you? You can find me at It's Grace Aki. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful Friday, a wonderful week. We'll be back to talk to you on Monday. 